Hey, the wolf here. This episode of Maximize You is going to be geared toward our Toastmasters group, a little interview with our district director, Joel Dawson, and some key tips and strategies on how you can improve yourself in the Toastmasters world. But hey, for those of you who aren't, there are going to be some leadership gems in here and nuggets that you can definitely take away to use anywhere in your life, home, family, or in the community. So sit down, buckle up, and get ready for another good episode of Maximize You. Good, man. All right, we're here with the second episode of District Director's Corner with Joel Dawson and the Wolf. Hello, everybody. All right, guys, tonight we're going to talk about what is the best plan for a new area director stepping into that area director role. Ooh, another goodie. I've got some thoughts, but again, Joel, I'm going to defer to you to begin with to Give me some of your insight. Last year, you were the you know, program quality director, and you've been the club growth director before. So, again, you've seen it from a higher level than some of us have. Okay. What would be some ideas there? Two things. Number one, and maybe because I coach on uh, peak performance, the most important thing that an area director can do, whether they've taken their – if, if it's July, before July or after July, they have to know, get a full understanding of what their job entails. What is, what is my role? Before we even get into the, the, the skills and the tools and things like that, they have to know what it is that they are responsible for. They have a manual, and it's like the area director's Bible, servicing your clubs through area director visits. Learn that. Because just like we spoke about on a previous podcast, it talks about the lens, what I call the lens. It's the six key areas from which they look at a club. That's the moments of truth you're talking about, right? The six key areas are covered in the moments of truth. Right, right. And I keep saying that only because I find a lot of clubs don't. They, I think that maybe they know they've heard about it. Uh-huh. But there are so many clubs, I don't think you've actually used it inside the club. <gasps> What you hush your mouth <laughs> to walk Don't through those that, questions? Oh, my ears are burning. But you're right; it covers those six key areas that really let you know where's the health of my club and what can I do to improve. Right, mm-hmm. because they have to write a report on that. And I found I'm a like a nerd, <laughs> right, when it comes to this stuff. And I because I read every single one of them. And what I get a lot of times is the area director's reports are all the same. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. I agree. They have to. I, I should. If if I get an area director's report that says, "Wow, this club is doing great. They have you know this. They have this," but I look on the dashboard and this club has nine members, but the report is the exact same of a club that has twenty members. That that tells me that you know there's a lot of things that the area director doesn't understand. Okay, the <clears throat> the um. What's the word I'm looking for? The oh, expectation, right. the standard, mm-hmm. is in the area director handbook. Okay, mm-hmm. so when they go to do an area director's report, it's not. It shouldn't be based off of their knowledge of what they think. It should be based off of their standard. For example, the one thing that I see in every single club, or I should say on every single area director's report, is you know they they ask a question. Uh, but this is first impression. The club was, they greeted me warmly, stuff like that. It's always 
good. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more into that. Yeah. The questions that they have on the area director's report is just some little prompters. But mm -hmm. then again, going back to what we said on the previous podcast, they have to have a, a really deep understanding of what that first impression looks like. Right. What is a guest being greeted warmly really supposed to look like, right? Right. Well, mm -hmm. if, if you go, not only that, but you should have a couple of touches. And I, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I talked about that before, which means that the very first time you walk into that club should not be the first time you've talked to anybody in the club. Exactly. Because right. that first impression also carries over to, you know, somebody that may, may be new. They've been, mm -hmm. may have been in two or three. This may be their second meeting or third meeting. Mm -hmm. They're going to greet me friendly. But what about that person that's sitting by themselves? Right. That's what I was about to say. Who's the guest? Are they right. Who's, you the you can always tell who's the guest. Are you talking about you should the not, You should not be street. able to tell yes. who's the guest. Mm -hmm. Because another section that's covered is a member orientation. Right, and six key errors, and what are you supposed to do with a new member? You're supposed to sit with them, right? <laughs> do not make them right? feel alienated mm -hmm. because yeah. two, of the, two of the biggest reasons that people get out of Toastmasters is because they felt like they didn't belong or they got no support. That's not from me. That's what they say. It's true. Okay. It absolutely is. And it's not by any intentional right. manner that this happens, but it happens because of we're so busy trying to do other things sometimes inside right. the club meeting. We're right. trying to get people to fill a role. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. How are you doing? Come on over here. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Fill out this piece of paper. Right. Right, right. And that's it's a good quick side note there is I think is area directors have to take that area director report and use it as a tool. Mm -hmm. It's a tool to get good information. Yep. It's not something to bang the club over the head with or it's not something just to check the boxes and get it I don't think that's what they for think. The report. I don't think they do either, but I just use that as an example because we live in a world of management by exception. You know, mm -hmm. every report we get or checklist we get, we're looking for what's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, so we have to catch people doing things right, mm -hmm. and we have to compliment them and reinforce the positive, and we have to use this form as a tool to say, okay, what's your plan? How are you doing it? Here's the expectations. How are we living up to it? How can I help you get there if you're not there already? Right. right? So what's okay. number two? What you just said, <laughs> creating a success plan. I read your mind? How yeah, about that? Wow. you did. I'm, I'm glad you didn't repeat everything you heard, everything you saw up here. <laughs> but creating a roadmap for the year and knowing what you're going to do and where you're going to go. Mm -hmm. That is probably the biggest, other, other than understanding what your job is, knowing the result that you want and right. creating a plan to get there. Mm -hmm. Everyone should at every single level, because if everyone creates a success plan, then we're all talking the same language. Right. We're all. The clubs are talking the same language as the area directors, which is talking the same language as the division directors, which is talking the same language as the myself. That's right. The success plan at each and every level, guess what? It's the exact same wording. That's right. So when I'm talking about analysis to a division director or area director about their division or about their area, they should know what I'm talking about. So we can discuss the analysis for this area or discuss the analysis for this division because they have a plan. They have a roadmap. And, of course, things are going to change. But sure. the two things that they can do, number one, is fully understand the task at hand. Fully, fully understand it, which means that you may have to do research. Don't go by what people say and that's it. Do your research. Read. Remember, this is personal development. You want to better yourself. You have to educate yourself. 
That's, that's in anything that you do. You have to educate yourself first. And then number two is creating that roadmap, in this case, is a success plan. Yep, I like that. That's good stuff, Joel. The other thing I'm going to add in there, which really ties into your number one point, is knowing what their job responsibility and duties are, is that I think that the area directors, and I know you've talked about this more probably on your calls because I've been on them before, is why is the area director there? They're serving in that role because they do want to become a distinguished Toastmaster, and it's one of the things they need to do. Mm -hmm. But what are they going to learn along the way? I remember vividly four and a half years ago, Joel Dawson, the division, no, sorry, yes, the division governor at that time was moving out of town for Division A. Dawson comes up to me, Wolf, (laughs) you need to take that division governor role. I was like, man, leave me alone. We had this conversation back and forth for 10 minutes, and then later on. You don't really sound like that. Here we are. It was close. Not quite, but close. You remember, you remember we had another member that said I sounded like that, too. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) But in that conversation, all of a sudden I'm doing a video pitching Phil Verona, the district director at the time, or district governor at the time, on why I should be the the division governor. And And there I was, year and a half in that role. But when I did that, In my mind, I developed a plan on how am I going to use this position to help myself both learn, grow, develop, and help the division, the areas, and the members in Division A become better. That was how I had to formulate that plan, and that's what I went to work doing. And it helped myself because I got the opportunity to speak in front of every single club. I got the ability to develop my leadership skills in a volunteer organization, which not a lot of people get that experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can do it many times in the work world, in the corporate environment, where you're getting paid a salary. But in the volunteer world, it's a whole different animal, mm-hmm. completely. Yep. So that's what the area directors, I think, need to keep in mind as well is, what are you here to accomplish? Not mm-hmm. just only checking a box, but what other things can I do that are on my list of things to do? If you're working in the, the what are we calling it now, the traditional Toastmasters path, if you're finishing up that one, you've got to give some educational talks. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect opportunity right there. Go give them to the clubs, to the areas, as many times as you need to. Mm-hmm. And remember also, you don't train somebody on something one time and expect them to get it. You, you know? will figure that out? That's right. It's you like, figure that out real quick. It's like teaching your kids how to walk. You know, <laughs> Did you hold them by the fingers for like 10 minutes and just say, after that, okay, you're on your own. Kid. You're a crawler, baby. That's it. And if you can't walk, oh, well, sorry. You're a crawler. You're just going to be a creepy crawler. That's it. I guess you're just going to have bruised knees the rest of your life. Who knows? <laughs> So, but no, and that's it. Is again. So, what is your job responsibilities? Really knowing that, taking that area, the area division. I think it's area and division director handbook, right? Kind of combined, I believe. Both are in that book, or is it just one for area? Just area. Just for area, and you probably can Google that. But I'm sure you're going to yep. get into training coming up in early September. Mm-hmm. And knowing what your responsibilities are, and how can I effectively achieve those, and in right. creating that club success plan for your area. So you need to know what President's Distinguished Area looks like mm-hmm. and how what has to happen to get there. So how do I work backwards? Again, that's goal setting and planning, right? Yep. Another tool and thing. So as we wrap up this podcast, again, guys, personal development is a journey. Every role you take from secretary, treasurer, sergeant in arms, all the way up to district director is a journey of personal development and growth. So you have to educate yourself, both in the Toastmasters world and in the leadership and in the management and in the whole how do I handle other people role. 
There's a million books out there that you can Google and find some information. Do some self-studying to help yourself get better at your craft. No one in this world ever got better without some work. So it's going to take some effort and work to get better in this thing. So if you need some more help, reach out to Dawson or The Wolf, and we'll be more than happy to help you. If you look in the show notes, you'll have some contact info if you don't have that already, and we'll be more than happy to reach out. Signing off for another episode. Ciao. See ya.